0: Hello and welcome to Nintendo, a podcast for KBOO Portland, looking at video game music from the past, the present, and possibly the future. Since 1987, the Final Fantasy series of role-playing video games have entertained young and old alike. No numbered entry in the series is alike. One game might take place in a dystopian sci-fi future, while another might be set in a lush high fantasy world. Despite these differences, one thing these games have in common is great music. The latest in the series, Final Fantasy XV, is coming out in November 2016, after being in development for nearly a decade. So grab onto your broadsword and mount your chocobo. It's time to listen to some of the classic tracks from the Final Fantasy video games. And we just listened to a few tracks from the early Final Fantasy games. We started off with uh, a title from the very first game in the series, Final Fantasy. It came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System in uh, 1987. I should correct myself. 1987 is the Japanese release date. It came out in the States a few years later, uh, composed by Nobuo Uematsu, who did music for the first uh, nine games in the series, and then sort of helped out on some tracks um, later on in the series history, as we'll talk about. Notorious Cave. um, you know, uh, Nabula Ulamatsu uh, is a composer that worked for, at the time, Squaresoft. Now it's known as Square Enix, doing these Final Fantasy games, among others. And, uh, his approach to music composition is a bit like uh, the American film composer John Williams. You know, uh, a lot of locations have their own themes. So every time you go in the, the towns, it all sounds the same. Every time this bad guy goes in the screen, you know, uh, the music comes on. Think of Star Wars and Darth Vader coming on, and you hear that music. It's that same sort of approach to uh, uh, elite motif or elite motif. I've heard both pronunciations, but that you can learn more about that if you look up music theory. But yeah, Matoya's Cave is just one little location. In the game early on in in your quest, you have your uh, party members, like Warrior Thief, uh, Magic User, and so on, and uh, they're trying to get the the crystals of Earth, Wind, Air, and Fire. I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. And as you get the, um, looking for the crystals, you go into Matoria's cave. She's a witch, but she's nice, and she has these brooms that kind of move around a bit like, uh, you know, Disney's Fantasia, and she gives you a map, which is very crucial because it's easy to get lost in this big world in the game, and, uh... Uh, Matoya's theme, which we just heard, was you know pretty playful, and uh, and nice, a bit of whimsy. Uh, also whimsical is the next track from Final Fantasy III, uh, for the Nintendo. This came out um, in Japan in 1990, also by Nobuo Omatsu. And this track was called "Cute Little Tozas." Uh, Toza is a town in Final Fantasy III where everyone is is very small. They're they're wee people, and your character, your whole party, in fact, shrinks to a small size at some part. Um, You know, I think within the first third of the game, uh, if memory serves, and you go to the sound of the cute little people and it's this cute little, you know, bouncy theme. And um, Final Fantasy III is is a weird one because the numbering is all different between the American and the Japanese games to a point. But this particular title did not come out for the Nintendo in um, the United States. We didn't get a version of it until a DS remake in 2006. So, you know, it took over 15 years for that to finally make it here. And uh, it's it's a game that is light on, on plot and, and pretty difficult, but it's more about mechanics. You can, if you have your guy as a fighter and sort of get bored with that, you can switch him over to be a cleric and do healing spells. It's, it's um a lot of um, more flexibility to the gameplay at the expense of story, I would say, with that game. And the last thing we heard was from uh, the 16-bit era, X-Death's Castle from Final Fantasy V for the Super Nintendo, also composed by Nobuo Umatsu. Uh This game came out in 92. Again, this is another uh, weird one. Uh, we did not get all the games in the series right away in the United States. Uh, in fact, we did not get Final Fantasy V until 1999, seven years later, on a port done for the PlayStation 1 in a collection called Final Fantasy Anthology. And um, X-Death's Castle, it's the final dungeon of the game, and it's very foreboding and, and sort of scary, like the uh, last boss, X-Death himself, although he looks a bit like a tree, which is kind of weird. And so we listen to some some peppy, upbeat tunes, listen to some scary music, and uh, we're going to sort of move on to uh, Final Fantasy music from the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 era coming up here on Nintendo. Bradley Shurgi with Nintendo for KBOO Portland. And uh, we just listened to a trio of tracks from Final Fantasy games for the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. Uh, You know, you might notice the uh, first six Final Fantasy games came up pretty quickly one after the other because uh, games were were less complicated back then, both graphically and sonically. And as we move to 3D graphics with the the PlayStation and beyond with the political uh, graphics and the increased storage space of CD-ROM and DVD rom it made it so uh, these games took longer to develop which is why we um you know see fewer of these games they don't come out every year they might come out every two years every three years And so we'll look at that um the first track was nice and relaxing from final fantasy 8 for the playstation fisherman's horizon was the track also by nobuo omatsu i think you're noticing a pattern here this game came out in 1999 and um uh, the plot in this one reminded me more of, like, a, a Japanese uh, anime, like an animated cartoon, right? You know, all the characters go to this, like, high school together, and they have crushes on each other. And there's a, a very convoluted plot twist. At one point, you even go into zero gravity and fight aliens. And uh, Fisherman's Horizon is is a town that's, as you can imagine, you know, by, by the sea. And it, it's just real relaxing and... In the midst of all this fierce battling in the game, it's nice to go to a town and sort of chill out, and that's what you get with this uh, Fisherman's Horizon track. Next up is a Chocobo Jam from Final Fantasy X for the PlayStation 2 by Nobuo Umatsu. Uh This game came out in 2001. And yeah, Final Fantasy X is a um, revolutionary game in a lot of ways. It's not one of my favorites, but the the graphics are quite good. It has a more of like a Pacific Island flair to a lot of the locations the the storyline I found incredibly convoluted but the Chocobo Jam is delightful it's light and jazzy and a Chocobo is a Final Fantasy creature that looks uh, sort of like a big chicken and you can ride on top of it like a horse and uh, you always get some variation in this music when you ride a Chocobo I, I should note here that the Final Fantasy games have nothing to do with each other one is rarely a sequel of another unless you see things like Final Fantasy X2 or thirteen, two, and so forth But with, um, you know, there's certain elements that are similar, like the the Chocobo that I just mentioned. Crystals sometimes figure in the plot. There's usually a character named Sid or some variant of Sid. But um, other than that, uh, the games can be either sci-fi or fantasy and are are very um, imaginative and and often have different battle mechanics. It can be a bit of a jarring series to play because there's not a continuity um, except in some musical themes and a few characters perhaps. Uh, The last thing we just heard was Battle Drum from Final Fantasy XII for the PlayStation 2. Music was by Hitoshi Sakamoto, who, um, you know, might be better known for music he did for games like Final Fantasy Tactics, Vagrant Story, and the uh, Ogre Battle series. Final Fantasy XII is quite different. It feels like a single-player MMO. You're not, um, you know, a lot of the other games were were turn-based. You had to, you told your people what to do, and the enemy told them what to do, and so you took turns, and battles could sometimes take a while. Uh, everything is in it's it's turn based but real time at the same time. It's hard to describe, but your your guy moves around, but you can still be attacked. But you have to be in range for your characters to automatically cast spells, or you can program complemented uh, macros for the characters to pull off. It, it's a Final Fantasy Twelve is a difficult um, game, but I, it it really took a lot of um, risks with the formula, and I quite like it. And the battle drum track is, is very intense, as you can imagine. It's fighting music. From the game. And it, it, if you like the sound of that, it, it's different from Naboo or Matsu. I'd say it sounds more militaristic. Um, but Sakamoto's uh, music is quite good. And if you like Final Fantasy 12, you know, also check out music for Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, I'm not talking about Final Fantasy Tactics music uh, this time around because I'm just trying to focus on the core Final Fantasy games. And so now we're going to talk about, you know, three more recent Final Fantasy games coming up next here on Nintendo. Hey, I'm Matt Bradley shirgi with Nintendo, and we just heard a few tracks from more recent Final Fantasy games here on Nintendo, a video game music podcast for KBOO FM Portland. Started off with a wonderful uh, piece of battle music that combines strings and electronics and a very emotional piece, "Blinded by Light" from Final Fantasy thirteen for the PS3. The music was by Masashi. Maozu, uh, you might notice, you know, in these later games, Nobuo Uematsu did not compose all the music. He would just do a track here and there. And uh, this, this battle theme is is beautiful. Um, Final Fantasy XIII, as a, as a game, I think is is kind of a mess. It's the first time I felt old playing a Final Fantasy game and felt like, oh, gee, this isn't really for me. Um, but uh, this piece of music is one of my favorite pieces of music uh, in the whole Final Fantasy series. Just just gripping and uh, emotional. It really takes you on a ride. Uh, the composer Masashi Hamauzu also did music for Saga Frontier Two and unlimited Saga, so there's rather good stuff by him you should check out uh, next up is a is a tune from um, one of the Final Fantasy Online games. One confusing thing with the numbering of the series is um Final Fantasy Eleven and Final Fantasy Fourteen are both mMOs massively multiplayer online RPGs you know, kind of like World of Warcraft where you got to go online and you can play with friends but you can play it by yourself but it's always a persistent online world it requires a a lot of time to to play those games and there, there's always new events happening for you to constantly check in on what's happening and there's a monthly fee to play these um especially in the in the case of Final Fantasy 14 and 11 um Final Fantasy 14 is a bit weird as a game cuz it first came out in in 2010 and in 2012 they sort of canned it and retooled it and re-released it in 20 13 for the PS3 and 2014 for the PS4. Um and it's sort of a from the ground up a new experience. I think they called that version a Realm Reborn, but the track we heard was a Limitless Blue from Final Fantasy 14, uh, specifically the Heavensward expansion pack that came out this year in 2015. And the music was by Masayoshi Soken, who did work on games like Front Mission 5: Scars of War and Dawn of Mana. It's a electronic, it's calming, it's actually used during a a boss battle you're fighting. Uh, it looks like some sort of an eagle from the, the clip I saw. And it it's a good, you know, representation of, of more modern Final Fantasy music where you have more of an electronic influence to the score, but yet it has some of that relaxing, chill element yeah, you might find that it's used for kind of like a, a boss battle. It's fairly interesting. And the last thing we heard is from, oh yes, Final Fantasy 15, the, the game that's coming out end of November. It's uh, just called The Camping Theme. And it's by Yoko Shimomura, who's better known for the Kingdom Hearts music. The hammy theme, it's just totally relaxing. I I could shoulder this and just listen to it all night long. Um, Yoko Shimomura did did great music in, in the Kingdom Hearts games. I'm sure I'll cover that on a different episode. But it's um it's sort of the new frontier. Final Fantasy 15 has been in development for over a decade. And uh, they have a lot to prove. You know, the Final Fantasy games do not sell as well as they used to and um, they have something to prove. So um, I, I know in Final Fantasy 15 you drive a car. Your main party is you and, and three other guys, and your main character is also a guy. I'm not sure if you get to play as women in the game or not. Um, it looks pretty strange. I Conan O'Brien did a clip of it. I don't know what quite to think, but you know we'll know for sure when it comes out end of November 2016. And uh, yeah, that was a musical journey through the Final Fantasy series. I'm Matt Bradley Scherge. I hope you enjoyed our musical tour, sampling, I guess you should say, of the Final Fantasy series. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nintendon't, a podcast for KBOO Portland. You can follow us on Twitter, at nintendo Show. Catch you next time.